As a disclaimer, Monsterfuckers Anonymous is indeed about wanting to love and have sex with monsters, but we want to make things extremely clear from the get-go. Not all of the chosen monsters will be sapient, but we will not be endorsing zoophilia or bestiality. We will be as transparent and ethical as possible, while also sex-positive and mostly having fun. Vampires that stalk in the night, werewolves that howl to the moon, dragons that loom over the skies. These monsters and more have plagued mortals for millennia, clouding our minds with one singular thought. Can we fuck them? Fiction or reality? Which one should we be? Don't think that I'm that naive to see. The fiction or reality of things you've done to me. Now all this stupid shit is on repeat. Hello, one and all. Welcome back to another fantastic, stupendous, wonderful episode of MFA, a.k.a. Monster Fuckers Anonymous, a show where we talk about monsters, talk about the lore, talk about their media representation, and then rate them on a scale of 1 to 10, whether or not you. You playing games on your phone while on the toilet, whether that be the new update of Cookie Run, uh, you know, Marvel Snap, other things like that, whether or not you should be having sex with those monsters. I am your colorful creature consultant cleric, and with me, as always, is the tenacious troubadour of tentacle loving Joe. Don't open Cookie Run on the show anymore. I, I like Joe has is opening Cookie Run is just showing it on the screen, and is not it is just showing it to me, and it's just like Joe. We're not Wait, even allowed to have phones it? on set. You know this. You know this. This is mozzarella cookie. <laughs> oh my god! This I, is... One of these days, one of these days, that's going to get confiscated. It's going to be wild. Well, what's happening? Oh my fucking god! <laughs> what's the show? All right, everybody. You already know what it is. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to be talking about some monsters today. Whether or not we know what that monster is, I'm relying on Joe to tell me. Joe? Um, what are you umming, Joe? It's been, it can't be three weeks I've in been, a row that you don't have a... I've been busy with um, oh, yeah, what the you new been busy Run with? update mm. that came out like yesterday. And so in the span of time that we don't record all of that, you couldn't think of one topic? No. Unless we're talking about cookie run monsters. I don't know if we could. Could we do that? Could They're we? not sentient, so no. Well, well, could we do the cookies? Will you ponder that question? I'm going to start messing with this puzzle <laughs> that I found on my desk. Um, I don't know. It's got like a weird eye on it. It's, 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 I think it makes a pyramid. So I'm just going to click it into place. I'm gonna, oh. Holy fucking power! What the fuck? I've arrived. Who, who are you? I am the spirit that lies within this puzzle. I am eternal. I am ancient. I am Oleander, aka Straight Nerd Boy at Twitter, TikTok, oh, and Tumblr. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know a fucking Millennium Puzzle monster could have a Twitter, but that's fucking crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, no Spirit World shit. You don't. You don't even know what's going on in Spirit World Twitter. <laughs> the controversies there pale in comparison. The twitlongers wilder. Yo, Joan of Arc just dropped a call out post about Genghis Khan the other day. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> uh, but great spirit, what brings you to our humble studio? Yu-Gi-Oh! I'm here to talk about cards. It's time to do. Yes. All right, Yu-Gi-Oh! Monsters, I can get behind that. Joe? Yeah. All right. Sorry, that's a <laughs> oh, All right, Great Spirit, what bring, what draws you to Yu-Gi-Oh? 
what draws me to Yu-Gi-Oh is uh, it's it's for a lot of people that got into Yu-Gi-Oh, it was the first piece of weird shit that they got. Mm. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh is about card games and monsters that come out of the cards and you're not sure entirely how real they are. Just that they're incomprehensibly horrible. Yeah, it really blurs the lines. When I used to know about Yu-Gi-Oh, it's like sometimes they interact with like Karibo, but fucking pop out of the card deck and be like, I'm here to guide you, Yugi, and then other loser. Like, I'm not too sure what is going on there. I can explain. So in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe, uh, if we were to get deeper into the cosmology of it, basically when the universe was created, there were 12 dimensions. There's the one that we live on, and then there's 11 others that spirits live in. And they once came over here because the people of Atlantis discovered how to connect with them. Someone tried to do some evil sorcerer shit. He got stopped. Atlantis sank. And some spirits got stuck here on our world, our dimension. Um, And through stories, through carvings, through pictures, all that shit, we immortalized them. We kept them here. And then... American card game designer, uh, the 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 undeniably homosexual. I'm joking. Bisexual, mm-hmm. bisexual. Uh, Maximilian Pegasus uh, would uh, be sitting there in existential horror, um, and would eventually come across some of these carvings and be like, "I'm gonna make a card game out of this." And then, in people really? all over the world saying, I summon such and such, you are calling upon these spirits, even if minuscule. Now, the more powerful monsters, such as Slifer the Sky Dragon, which is the only one and was modeled after a fucking massive dragon that the Egyptians would summon uh, during their sorcerer fights, uh, held <laughs> so much power that you were like, damn, this feels like I'm in a hurricane. This hologram is really good. <laughs> damn, Kaiba put his foot in this one. But no, you're actually in danger. Uh, and that's kind of how monsters work. Uh, there's some in the spirit worlds. There's some here. And all of them are kind of fucky-wucky. Fucky-wucky. And they fucky-wucky. don't really explain much else other than that. Uh, so from there on, just treat it like there's just incomprehensible amounts of horror in the universe. Well, that's how I treat my usual normal day-to-day. So, okay, that's super interesting. But you know what all that, all that brings up? Yes. Is that we can what? fuck these monsters. And so <laughs> they're ready to be on the show. You certainly can fuck these monsters. Over yeah. 10,000 cars exist in Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> and we have to pick three of them. So another Yu-Gi-Oh! episode is definitely coming. But we got to get through the first one first. Joe, how do you feel about Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, definitely was a four kids kid. And then whenever Yu-Gi-Oh! GX came out, uh, I watched a good amount of that. And then the motorcycle one, um, like all great pieces of media, if people were cosplaying them and like making cosplay videos on YouTube in like 2010s or something, I was just, for whatever reason, just more obsessed with cosplay videos over actually watching the media proper. Um, because I, I think I was like too busy watching Bleach or something and mm. I had to put my whole like life and focus into Bleach at that point. And I don't know, I was autistic. I still am. Um, you can tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, May Valentine con- is and continues to be my, Batty. uh, my, my love. Absolutely. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! is Rouge of the Bat. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, 
that's a, a segue, to say the least. But with that, we all have a little bit of experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! But now it's time to talk about straight-up raw-dogging some of them. So, as oh the show God. usually goes, I picked a Yu-Gi-Oh! monster. Joe's picked one and only under his broad one. And we're going to see who has the best. Rating them on a scale of 1 to 10. Who has picked the best Yu-Gi-Oh! monster to fuck for this episode. We do want to shout out because there are 10,000 cards available uh we do want to shout out some honorable mentions that were not picked for this episode but maybe picked for another one if we ever do this again one of those Hell being yeah. uh moki moki uh you know the little block things yeah the the little blocky soap looking dudes that hey. relax you relax you really well oh i mean if they want to relax my butthole and do something you know what i'm saying uh <laughs> whose other honorable mentions we want to do Zork uh, dragon yes. penis. Zork ne- necrophides with his massive dragon cock. I mean, that's two heads for the price of one. Oleander, what was your honorable pick? Uh, we also need to throw one in there for uh, Gwen, uh, the harpy ladies. May Valentine. Mm. May Valentine. You don't get a third May Valentine? What the fuck, Oleander? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, okay. May Valentine. Thank you. Uh, anyways... Now that we have I our armor, I wasn't aware we all had to say it. Get Echo Lalia. Come on. Anyways. Oh, okay, oh my God. Okay. okay. <laughs> Anyways, let's dive right in to this episode. I'm ready. Um, I got my dual deck ready to go. Joe, I don't know if you have yours. I definitely know Oleander has theirs ready to go. I have my dual deck ready to go on three different platforms. <laughs> yeah, so, that's so true. I got physical cards. I got dual links. I got master duel. I also got... Uh, DS games somewhere. <laughs> somewhere in the Grand Archive. Somewhere. Right. With that, we're ready. Joe, you want to give us a start? Yeah. All right. Let it rip. <gasps> Elemental hero Burstinatrex is the lone woman in a themed group of superhero monsters, alongside other hot elementals. In a red jumpsuit with an open breast panel, thigh-high boots, and gauntlets and knee pads with sharp edges. Her palms carrying orbs of fire aren't the only thing that can take the heat. In Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, she easily reprimands her fellow elemental heroes when they're sighted in the wrong deck. What a disgusting little deck you have! What the fuck was that? (laughs) What was that? What, What the fuck was that? No, explain yourself. That's something I heard uh, Cass say while playing Magic the Gathering. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fun fact, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh's favorite antagonist, Seto Kaiba, uh, was created because the creator went to a store uh, and he walked up to a Magic the Gathering player and he was like, I'm new to Magic the Gathering. Can you give me any tips? And the guy said, come back when you have 10,000 cards. You're not worth my time. And that became Seto Kaiba. Uh, <laughs> I mean, knowing magic players, that's so reasonable. Yeah. Japanese magic players. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, this is the interesting monster. I want to say I love the Elemental Heroes being that I was a GX kid. I wasn't really a fan of the... I didn't get into the first series of Yu-Gi-Oh! I knew Seto Kaiba and I knew Joey. But other than that, I, Yugi wasn't even in my fucking preview or whatever. A review. I don't, I don't know the word. But I was a big GX kid. I liked all the uniforms they had. I liked the school thing. I remember that Dino guy. Fucking yeah, uh, Tyranno Hassleberry. Yeah, I liked him. Dino DNA. 
And then there was this guy who like had to fight his drunk dad, but his dad was actually just a soda man, and all his like monsters had to like be changed from being drunk to being soda. And there was a big yeah, one yeah. koala. Four kids dub was crazy. It was hot sauce. Yeah, hot sauce. Oh yeah, it was hot sauce and dub. And so there was like a kangaroo that was a boxer, and then there was a giant koala. All of this to say, I liked GX a lot. I think, and so the elemental GX heroes have a great. special place yeah. in my heart. Sparkman, Clayman, uh, Bullman. Avion, all of them special place. I was originally going to pick Wing an elemental Man. hero, but Joe and then I decided, swept it up right from your fucking non-communicative asshole. I was you washing can't. dishes. You can't make a pick while I'm washing <laughs> dishes. You, can you blame Joe? Look at Burstinatrix. Also, hot. I was so sure it was either I was either going to choose Zork Necro. Necrophities. Necrophities. Or I was going to choose a woman, and I knew for some reason that Cleric was not going to choose a woman. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? You Damn. hate women. Damn. And now you're eating food in front of me. I, it's my lunchtime. Don't fucking do this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Bellatrix is hot. Does you do, tell us more, Joe, about who... who Bellatrix? <laughs> I don't know. Burstinatrix. The names are hard. Why do they pick the such names dumb names hard. for Yu-Gi-Oh names? Yu-Gi-Oh names have Literally, such freaking complicated things. It's Burstinatrix because so... she throws things that burst at you. And then she's a dominatrix. But everything and is so, it's so funny because all the elemental heroes are like wingman or like something like whatever. And her name is so complicated. So it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I I did not watch GX far enough to actually get to the elemental heroes. I literally outsourced this pick because I was like, I haven't chosen a Yu-Gi-Oh yet. Um, so. The elemental heroes are in the first episode. Yeah, I'll be real. That's a wild thing to say. That means you just haven't watched it I, at all. When watching four kids, you start somewhere. You not know the what? first That's episode. valid. You probably ended up jumping in and you were just like, why are they in hell? I think it's Cartoon Network that eventually took it on because it wasn't, was it four kids that took on GX or was it? Four it was kids like the CW. It. Something yeah, like it CW. eventually C- went on to CW. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. She's she's hot. And I I saw I remember mm. I either remember or I did see like a YouTube clip about like her literally tearing down like two of the other elemental heroes like standing behind like a a child bride or something. Yeah. That there is an episode of GX where uh where a person who was too young to be on the island snuck onto the island by like lying about their age uh and uh they ended up having a duel to see if uh this person if they would rat this person out uh because they're like look you're literally not supposed to be here uh but we'll give you a fair chance uh and this person had like a deck uh based around uh, making people fall in love with their cards and all the male cards and oh. the uh, and they had decided to voice act all the cards and instead of just having them go huh, they decided wouldn't it be yeah, funny if we gave them did. voices and had them talk to each other during this episode and That's a good uh, episode. The, the elder elemental heroes are like oh it's not what it looks like for Sinatrix and she's like you're a piece of shit get, your get shit out of together. here yeah so get your shit together. <laughs> I do like her lore. I will say, from what I saw, can online, you tell me what her lore is? Because I literally don't. Know. <laughs> sure, you can just. Re- I'll, I'll say this all right now, and you can just repeat it back after I yeah, say yeah, it yeah, all. Yeah, so yeah. you say like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, don't worry. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. We'll edit this out. Yeah. Anyways, so they in a random city in another world, 
all the elemental heroes are basically the heroes there. And so she's one of the main ones. She's the one that caught like in that episode, she's the one that calls them out on everything. She's the scariest. She's known as the scariest yeah. of them all. I and yeah, so I do I do recall that. They she's are, the scary dog friend. Exactly. <laughs> so she's the one that all the heroes are like, they do stupid shit. She's like, what the fuck are we doing? Everyone. So in the city, they're rescuing people, but then a giant portal kind of opens up and basically the Power Rangers villain, like Zordon, comes out of there, like a demon mm-hmm. lord. And he's like, I want the heroes. I want to eat their bees. And so they, like, he sends up a whole bunch of generals out there, capture civilians. Uh, all of the heroes kind of fuse together into their fusion forms to beat the sh- shit out of other ones. And then the big boy comes yeah. down. Uh, the other three, I think it is Bubble Man, Avion, and Sparkman combined to beat one of like his lieutenants. And they get real tired from it. And then so then uh, Clayman and Bacentrix have to fuse to hold off basically the uh, the Demon Lord. And they become a, de- a card known as, I think... Uh, I want to say like Riot Gear or whatever. It has like a giant shield. And so she tanks right like, the uh, the commander's big old fist. Then they defuse. was Rampart Blaster. Rampart. There it is. Uh, and so they fuse all together because the old Demon Lord also fuses with a giant dragon. I think the Demon Lord is known as Rainbow, which I think is a funny word. Oh, the dark world. Yes, I, I yes. know what you're talking about now. And so yes. they all... The rainbow fused with a giant dragon, and so all the human, uh, all the heroes fuse together to make the hero Ele- Electrum, Electrum, I think it is, and then they beat the shit out of the demon lord, and then she turns evil due to another demon lord's influence. And that's how far as I got in lore. Anyway, Joe, just repeat all of that real quick. Um, <laughs> wow, Joe, that's any, so, you did so um, much research. That's amazing. <laughs> are any of the fusions? Um, also women or is whenever she is fused with one of the other elemental heroes like it's just portrayed as a man um because i know when she's knowledge when she was wrapped warped with i think either i think it was avian she was there was like something wingman or something like that yeah so um at the time, she when when she was first printed, she was the only woman in the Elemental Heroes. But since yeah. then, there are more Elemental Hero cards. Yeah, um, it was like Dark Heat. and Light. Um, and Lady I Heat. don't. There's so many Elemental Hero fusions because of how many of them there are, and they all like inner intermingle. Uh, like Bersinatrix fuses with like seven other other motherfuckers. Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. I don't know all of them. And I had Elemental Hero decks for the longest time. And I still don't know all the hero fusions. Um, because there's just so many. But I'm sh- I'm pretty sure there's gotta be at least one or two that's a woman. Yes. But most of them she does like the, the they are just man afterwards. What men? From what I remember. Rampart Blaster has titties, I guess. Yeah, no, Rampart but, Blaster is a woman. That's not um that's also when uh, Bersatrix was uh, fused, was turned into a dark hero and forced to fuse with Avion. In that no. form, when she's a dark hero, she they're a woman together. I forget yes. the name of it, though. Evil Hero Inferno Wing is who you're there speaking There it is. Of. Yep. So I I think the fusions... Here's what I'm going to say for a lot of these things uh, going forward, especially when we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Monsters. I think the fusions count. For one monster. There involves your monster. Yeah. I think it counts. So what I mean, what I say by this, this is a three for one deal. 
already. The, the, yeah, there's the there's yeah, like, it's like it's like Steven 20. Universe rules. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, they're all part of the same person. Yeah. So it's I just imagine you got like, so many options. I'm dating my girlfriend, Burst Triggs, and she's brought her boyfriend Avion. And now we're both gonna go watch a And he movie brought together. his boyfriend. boyfriend Sparkman. And they all want to fuse before we go on our date. <laughs> we're gonna get a group discount at Denny's if we all if they fuse into <laughs> Electron. <laughs> but I think it's super interesting. So what how are we all feeling just collectively? Let's just go around Burst Tricks. Good or bad, offer it. Burstinatrix already good. looking good to me. Okay. Looking great. I'm not really seeing any issues, to be honest. Yeah, there's no real downsides here. Yeah, she is. Like, you can touch her. It's, yeah. It's not, a, it's not a heat elemental thing. It's a... Mm -hmm. She just has fire powers. Yeah. And yeah. she'll she'll call you on your bullshit. You better mm -hmm. shape uh, up. You're a talk... Like, she's... And like a, she's... She likes to burst and she likes to 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 to, to tricks. Come. Yeah. So yeah. here's my scenario in my brain <laughs> that I'm cooking up for everybody here. Mm -hmm. okay. okay. Bercentrix. You are just a random civilian in the world, in their world. Bercentrix is mm -hmm. like your superhero girlfriend. She's constantly mm -hmm. like, you're together. She's like very domineering. She's a top. She's like the one that takes charge. And you're like, yes, 100%. But then suddenly, you know, watch beeps. She's like, hey, I got to go. Uh, dinner is served at my other apartment. And you're like, we're having dinner right now. She's like, I, I got to go check, make sure my oven is off. F disappears. And then you see the superhero fly out the window. And you're like, damn, I wonder if that oven's good. I hope she gets to it in time. And so she's constantly like going out fighting evil, fighting why, monsters kind of thing. Why wouldn't she just uh, say that she's fighting a monster? Why would, Why does she have to worry about another we're oven? We're going by superhero rules. Sometimes they don't reveal identities. Sometimes they do. Either way, in the middle of dinner, okay. someone's flying away. And so you're in this situation. And then you see her. Let's say you do know. If you're the jealous type, you're seeing her fuse with like her, co her male best friend coworkers. Like, that's my work husband. And you see them fuse. I don't know. If you're the jealous type, I feel like, why'd you keep fusing with Sparkman? It's been three times every I'm crisis. Not. I see you fusing with Sparkman. It's not a problem What's for going me. on? It's not a fucking problem. I know. It's like, oh, know you it's fusing not. with everybody in town, huh? You never fuse with me. Why can't you fuse with me? <laughs> I want to be presumably. You. Presumably, <laughs> you would not come back. You would just be hey. a horrible flesh abomination with this woman that you love, and then she no? does not want your human flesh abomination you to can still be in her so unfuse. she'll just get well yeah but yeah. not with a person you don't know that actually 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 oh the actually came out here i here i come with the Yu-Gi-Oh lord there's actually a good history Steven of spirits Universe. fusing with people um oh okay uh it uh it's gonna come up again with my monster uh because they did fuse with the spirit uh, well, a spirit fused with a person. Um, but but it is possible for people to fuse with spirits. It is possible for people to uh, become closer to spirits in that way. And it's interesting, but it does not... It, it, it can be painful. It can yeah. be painful. Well, who doesn't like uh, a little pain? Hmm? No pain, no gain. No pain, no but gain. But I'm not sure how it works if you are from their dimension. Like if you're mm -hmm. like on Earth dimension and then you fuse with the spirit, I I know that that's painful, but I don't know how it is if you are of like like you are in Hero City 
with Burstinatrix. And then oh, like you are okay. of that dimension and then you, I have no idea how that works because they don't explain that deep. All so, it is, it's, it's possible. Uh, we put that on the table. It's in a possibility. Sure. Um, but I feel like not even necessarily that she is a top. I think she, I think she's like in life, like a super mm-hmm. top. Like she, obviously she is the one that like, he didn't ask for pickles. Like he's, she's the fucking yeah. <laughs> bitch girlfriend to do that. She's literally the scary dog girlfriend. Um, but I think if you give her like a little bit of like, bratty but also just like sweetness i feel like she'll she seems like the type to like crumble and like pamper you and like be nice there's but like it's it's still very much that like shut up like you know that mm -hmm. kind of thing yeah it's like uh some some people who spend so much of their life being in charge of things it's like i would like to be submissive sometimes yeah, exactly. Yeah. She's the type who like will yell at all of the, like her coworkers who are being like, I can't believe we should have done this, we should have done that, blah, blah, blah. And then she comes back home, she opens the apartment and you've like, hey, I made you dinner. Uh, is it cool to relax? And she immediately just like folds in their arms like, my coworkers fucking suck kind of thing. Avion yeah. just- keeps on leaving feathers all over the place and I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'm ah! sick of it. Sparkman shorted out the TV again. Clayman broke the toilet. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I I'm living for this slice of life. Uh, AU I know for the elemental yeah. heroes that we were make, making up. Now Just I like, need to see this. They're like not superheroes anymore. They're office workers. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we should treat more superheroes like office workers. They they, they just coworkers. Bubble I, Man I just refuses. The sitting around going, hey, yo, you see what is happening in Washington, D.C.? And they're like, yeah, that's not my department, though. It's like, hey, listen, did you get the expense report for dropping, like, that building on that villain? Oh, no, I still have to get it from Rhonda. Rhonda from hey, accounting? Man. Ooh. I don't know. She and the Hulk went on a date last week. She is not Clayton happy. keeps fracking. <laughs> he keeps bringing up fracking, and he seems like he wants, he wants us all to be cool with it. And I'm not too sure. Bubble Man also... Somebody, every time I'm at the water cooler, makes it burst. And honestly, Wild it's Heart, getting problematic. Wildheart is not using deodorant. He says he likes his natural musk. Hey, Mr. Wildheart, we called you a day HR today because there's a couple of complaints about your smell. <laughs> poison Rose gave me a tree for my birthday and it was Poison Oak. Okay, Miss Poison, we can't, can't keep doing this. That's an HR violation, okay? We're going to have to write you up again. It's not my fault. <laughs> All right, we're moving on. Possibility. Let's get to Possibility. Let's get, let's get to the scale. I don't know the answer to this question. I have, uh, I don't. Is it all exclusively Hero City, or can you just like? Are there only like one card ever um, of Yu-Gi-Oh? No, there are. There are probably many people on Earth that have Burstinatrix cards. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know that um, like um once it gets to the futuristic fucking Yu-Gi-Oh series, that's when it gets like all. Uh, hell, I I don't know what happens after after five Ds. So, I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know there were war crimes, and I know <laughs> I know there were streamers, and I know there were circus performers, and that's all I can really tell you. Sounds like a recipe for something, but I think we could t- factor both in. I think one the the elemental heroes are surprisingly the base six of them are surprisingly common cards. Mm-hmm. So most likely, if you encounter them in the real world, they are common. If you're looking for elemental heroes, mm-hmm. what isn't common is their fusions. But let's focus on the on the on the original for right yeah. now. The second thing 
is if we are in Hero City, they're your regular everyday heroes. You can have those conversations with them uh, if you're in the hero world. Because yeah. regular civilians have relationship with heroes all the time. You just have to make the effort. It's audacious, which we can get to that, but it's an effort that you can do. Yeah, so, give Spider-Man a free hot dog from your stand. Free yeah. hot dog. He's a free hot dog, Spider-Man. Hey, Spidey, you want a bagel? Scoop it. Have you seen? Oh, I'll talk about this after. I'll talk the about this in the break. Uh, I the know scoop, what you're about the to bagel say. Scoop. The scoop bagels. <laughs> Evil. You need to call an elemental hero on them. Which is why I think because it's possible for people to encounter them both in the real world and in Hero City. In Hero City, it's only one of them. But still, that is, you can make the effort. I think this is an 8 out of 10. God, could you imagine many burst in a Trixes? Damn, I'm trying to make some many burst in a Trixes. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say 8 as well, but that is, an, that is an uninformed opinion. <laughs> so, 8's pretty good. I think 8 makes sense. Excellent. Okay. 8 is pretty fun. So then attractiveness. How attract- I didn't even finish the sentence, Joe. How attractive is Percentatrix? 10. 10's across the board. Yeah, I didn't give a I didn't give a number. I didn't I didn't give a number here. And you're gonna say ten next one. <laughs> you can't just <laughs> to, no no no. What do you, you say? You can't just force your numbers. <laughs> what are you, you going That's not how this show what are you works. Say? Okay. What are you gonna what's say? Your, what's, your well, let me... what's your number, Claire? <laughs> ten. Okay. Ten. Thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> now come now now come over here. Verstinatrix <laughs> says it's time for your daily. <laughs> Dick flattening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Mercedes. Your daily vasectomy. Um, my daily vasectomy. Check to me. Daily. That awful. Oh, yeah, Why do you need to do, do it how... daily? Are you Wolverine? <laughs> she does it one snip at a time. Um, <laughs> oh, oh my god, it's horrible. It's horrendous. Slow process. Uh, Oleander, are you? Do you know how our audacity score works? Just so that. Well, what is the audacity score? So. Um, the scale sucks. <laughs> it's really bad. And uh, we, our, our audacity score is basically the lower the score, the more audacious and the uh, higher the score, the less audacious. Maybe one day we'll change it only if somebody forces us to. What do you mean by audacious? Um, so audacious, audacity as in like, how audacious do you have to be to pursue mm. this person? How audacious is their physiology to even attempt? Is their, their location? Is their whole yeah. body made <laughs> out of fire? Um, and drink more water. so five would be like neutral. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's possible, but it's also not like the, it's not, it's like, it's not crazy to do, but it's also not. They're everywhere. It's an easy thing. Like I could, I could have a conversation, mm. and then we can yeah. Like possibility. Lead to I'll give them can lead into this because of videography. I'm gonna go with a three because you said three was more audacious, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I think I think it takes some courage to go up to burst in a tricks, you know, because you That's you look around, real. you see her, you see her blowing up bad bad guys. Uh, hanging out with a bunch of people who lift and throw trucks. Uh, it's like <laughs> yeah. uh, it's like you see her hanging out with people who are in skin tight suits uh, all day long. You're and and they all have rippling abs, and and you're just like an average person. It's like I can walk up to them and ask them for a date. Are you sure? <gasps> are you? Are you sure? Yeah, I but I agree with that. Of with the, the courage. Yeah, if you, you have the courage. Out, that she's actually more tender and warm than she looks. Mm. But I'm tis. 
<laughs> no, I think with the courage and if you have just that's a regular thing you can do, like go up to a superhero, you can have try to have a conversation. You can try to make a, a connection there. So I would agree with three, actually. If you're going with the cards, how audacious it is to summon her and then be like, yo, you wanna you wanna go to Burger King together? Burger that's King like going out of your way to learn magics so that you can like truly fully bring them out of the card. Like mm. that's some effort. Yeah, that's a lot of effort to do. And I'm not going to take her to one of those 22 places you're not allowed to go to on a first date. Take her somewhere nice. 22 I places. can eat spicy food. She, I think, loves to eat spicy food to release endorphins uh, and probably would love Burger King ghost pepper chicken fries and handle them and be okay. I don't like your tone, Um, yeah. And I can too. So I think it's a four. I thought you were going to okay. say she, uh, I can handle spicy food and it seems like she's spicy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I also thought you were going to say that. No, 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 no. I, I'm going to take her out and cheap spicy meals and she'll be great. She'll be fine. All right. I think that's and all also very eat her reasonable. ass. <laughs> no. I think it's all very hey. reasonable. Might as hey. well. Hey. So parental approval. Would our Christian immigrant parents approve if we had, uh, if we brought Bersenatrix home? I'm going to be so honest with you. Middle of the road. She's a superhero. She's, a, uh, I think, someone who is a public figure. She is that scary, like, no-nonsense, which I think my parents would first be like, I don't know about that. But I think when they see <laughs> me uh, fold, they'll understand and be like, wow, okay, they do care about our son, and our son's a little bitch, so. But what happens <laughs> when you're at the family dinner and then her watch beeps and she goes, I have to go, and then leaves? She's well, a busy woman. She's busy. My parents would immediately disapprove because they'd be like, why is she leaving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're supposed to be here for another eight hours. So mm. I would give this a five. I think this is very middle of the road. This would be like, it can go either way. Oleander, I have a bit, so I'd like you to go next. Oh my God. I, okay, okay. I think for parental approval, talking on this, it's one to 10, right? Yes. Yes. Um, Thinking about parental approval, I'd say... <laughs> Are you about to say 11 or zero? <laughs> like, I'd say maybe like a three. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I, I think my, my parents would be utterly confused by her because she's not chill. My, yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's not chill. Uh, like she's, she's a pretty intense person. I think my, my, my family would like look at her and be like, really? What you? The fuck? Yeah. Not really adding up. her. You're a clown though. <laughs> You're a clown. <laughs> And I just be sitting there like my my autistic my autistic riz. <laughs> Mom, my artistic riz got her. They they liked how off putting my vibes were. <laughs> okay. So bad. And here's my answer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, Joe's standing up. For Cinetrix is Korean coded. This is a Korean woman. Okay. She wears red. She's perfect skin, and she's mad about everything. <laughs> and that makes you Korean. Yeah. So it's, that's a solid, I think she and my parents could complain about a lot and they would eat spicy food together. They would dry out chili peppers. I, there's something, I don't think necessarily Bristinatrix would like to garden. Thank don't, you for the reminder, Oleander. Pulling the card out. Yes. Um, But I think she would enjoy just like maybe old man speed walking with my mom. Um, and I think that's like a seven. All right. You know what? That's fair. I, I see that's pretty reasonable, to be honest. So 
now that we have the scores, let's all take a moment to eat some spicy food and then immediately have to suffer because of the consequences of it. And Not pause. For- I have a hot chip on the other side of the room. Hold on. I have IBS. Right? <laughs> I get it. Let's pause for math, all right? Yeah. 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 Save it. You two are pathetic, but your honeymoon is about to be over. We're in for it now. Season's greetings from the MFA team. I'm Kez, your editor, your producer, and as always, I'm here to thank the people who have been supporting us on Kofi. Without further ado, thank you to Gwendolyn, Emilia G, Christian J, Deidori, Akima, Bun Hun, Zombiefighter89, and newcomer Antonio Nipples. Thank you for joining us, and thank you for making me read out your name. Speaking of fun names, I'd also like to thank Terra Depositor, who left us a donation and this message on our Kofi. Happy holidays to my comfort show. 50 each for the three weirdos who I listen to scream about monsters while I'm at work. Well, I'm so sorry you listen to this while you're at work, but I'm so glad you're enjoying the show. Our supporters can head over to our Kofi right now and take a listen to the outtakes that didn't make it into the episodes. Take a peek behind the curtain at our dysfunction. Just head over to ko-fi.com slash monsterloverpod and starting at about $3 a month, all of that terrible extra content can be yours. All of that said, you don't have to give us anything. We just use the money to help with emergencies or save up for small equipment upgrades. We do, however, deeply appreciate all of our Kofi members. Thank you so much. If you want to get in contact with us or just see what we're up to, you can follow us on the platform formerly known as Twitter at MonsterLoverPod. And if you want some other ways to support us without giving to us financially, you can head over to Spotify Mobile and leave us a rating, or head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Or, even better, tell your friends about the show. We'd love to have more of you with us. Anyway, that's all from me. Enjoy the rest of the episode. All right, uh, we're back in it. Joe, could you let us know the scores? The scores. Cleric, for Elemental Hero versus Cinetrix, you got a 6.5. I got a 7.3. And Oleander got a square 6, which gives Bersinatrix a 6.6. Higher than Kukulain and just a little below the Jorogumo. That's fine with me. I think it's a pretty solid place to be. I do think she should be a little bit, she could be a little bit higher, but because of just accessibility is, I think is where we get to a tough spot. You know, her and Clayman, the fusion of uh, the two of them at roll a solid giant. Rampart? Wait a I minute. Specifically, Bristol and Clayman. Hold on. Why? What? I don't what think is they have fingers. Because it's fire and earth. They have a big ice gauntlet and a shield. Where what, is she rolling? How from? are they rolling this yeah. blunt? How is she rolling with that? their with their fucking mind? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't watch the show. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Joe mind rolls a blunt. Oleander, great spirit of the Millennium Puzzle. Could you please tell us your pick for this Yu-Gi-Oh episode? All right. Um, my pick for this Yu-Gi-Oh episode is Yubel. Who? And- I, I suppose I'm. I, I do the 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 sexy thing now, right? Yes. Yes. Standing at six foot two, with three eyes, a claw on one hand, big leather wings, one half their body masculine, the other half feminine. Switching pronouns and voices depending on however the fuck they feel at the moment. Yubel is a sadomasochistic, very possessive, very passionate lover, and they are terror incarnate. 
for the ultimate nightmare. I don't have it. It's a good ending. That was perfect. And they'll awesome. fuck you up. Nice. Okay. Here's a quick question that I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do do they have a titty on one side and a peck on the other? Yes. Yes, they do. They also have two voices. Break that down for me. So you what do you know, not understand about transgenders? No, that's not know. what I mean. I mean about this card specifically. Don't fucking do this. Don't fucking do this. <laughs> so to give you the Ubel lore, um, Ubel is uh, so several thousand years ago there was like a king, right? And the kingdom, what kingdom it was, doesn't matter. They don't say it. They just say there is a king, right? And their prince was destined to wield a magical power, and and the father was like, damn. Someone should watch over them. Ain't going to be me, though. And then goes over to uh, the childhood best friend of the prince and goes, watch over my watch over and and watch over my my son forever. And uh, the childhood (laughs) best friend is like, I'm already in love with them. So sure. And so they agree to do uh, a spirit fusion and fuse themselves with a dragon uh, and become the prince's guardian for all of eternity which you know the prince wasn't immortal so they died and reincarnated and yubel's spirit would go on to live on uh and uh search for and uh guide these reincarnations over time until we got to the age of judai yuki the modern reincarnation of this prince who um he sent his yubel card to space and it got corrupted by a cosmic entity known as the Light of Destruction. And now they are uh, sadomasochistic and would do anything to get back to their love. Uh, and Judah is out here uh, getting that love from an, Amer- from, a, uh, from an American man named Jesse with blue hair and pronouns. Uh, so Yubel was not happy. Uh, what? So Yubel is... Uh, that, was, that was changed to wanting to play. Uh, and... Your your my playtime is going to Jesse in the English dub, but it was gay in the Japanese dub. It was uh, gay. They also redrew Yubel uh, to not have a titty. Well, to not have a a, a peck. Like a, like on one side it's titty, uh, and then the other side it's peck. It's never clear at any point what gender uh, I like what gender identity Yubel has, and they switch voices constantly, and no one knows what uh, they what 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 they were before they were a dragon person. They were, they had like, Yubel's always been androgynous. And when they became a dragon person and then became a corrupted dragon person, they only doubled down on the androgyny. Mm. Um, and so we don't really know. Um, but Hey, uh, just like all gender fluid people, they got telekinesis, telepathy, and they can yep. uh, alter reality yep. and bring uh, card effects to life. What? Yubel, Yubel can also fuse other people to cards. They fused someone to Exodia at one point. Okay, you've given me a lot here. You, you've yes. given us a lot. So, Joe, I want to get your thoughts first. I'm looking at the Rule 34. Oh, uh, you're finding Rule 34 already. All right, drop drop the link. Not the line. You're not into you're not into sadomasochistic dragon demons with uh, cosmic entity madness swirling around them. Hmm? I'm not saying no, but what's I am with, saying caution. What's with them hugging Jaden? Uh, Jaden is the uh, descent. Well, the 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 reincarnation of the childhood best friend they loved. Oh my gosh! Um, and eventually they fuse and become one. Uh, and that season was not brought over to America. 
Um, but oh, uh, Bell, who goes by all pronouns, uh, fuses with Jaden at the very end of the third season, which was the last one they brought over to America. And the fourth season was a depressed Jaden realizing he doesn't like card games anymore, trying to get his mojo back with Bell. Uh, who I guess got redeemed in that way by recon- reconciling with uh with Judai. Nice. Okay, I'm liking that in the porn. But that and- particular gif is when Judai became his villain arc. So, gotcha. <laughs> I'm I, pretty sure. I'll be real. I am uh looking at some of the porn for this, and I'm appreciative to some of the artists who keep the peck half peck half boob. I know yeah. they're a femboy, you bell. It really depends on on what they grew up on. Because if they grew up with the four kids one, Yubel uh, was redrawn to have two titty. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? I which is been? why they part of the reason why they didn't do season four because Yubel was in every episode, so they would have had to redraw Yubel every episode. <laughs> did they do wait? So did they bring over the first season? They brought over the first three seasons, and then the fourth season was depressing, so they didn't. They skipped straight to the motorcycles. Ah, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. That's what I thought. I was like, what the fuck happened? Okay. The fourth season was was everyone has depression season. But yes, Yubel also can transform into a large two-headed two-headed four-faced dragon. Okay, um, break that down for me. What is that? Where where do we get there? How do we get to that spot? So they have they have multiple transformations. Um that the there's terror incarnate and then there's the ultimate nightmare. Um, and over the course of the series, you know, she causes the, she possesses, uh, the, 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 the blue haired twink from America, who I think was made from Switzerland when the English dub happened, but they still gave him a Texan accent. Uh, don't ask me how that shit works. No, wait, he was from Sweden and his name was Johan and the American dub, they made him American and called him Jesse. Anyway. Uh, she possesses him. Things hit, shit hits the fan. Eventually, they all get sent to another dimension. They see all the dark world monsters that the elemental heroes were beefing with. Uh, uh, Judai spends half the season a villain, uh, despite being the main character. Uh, and eventually, they get down to the final showdown, and she reveals her final two forms. Um, switches into the uh, uh, Terror Incarnate where they are a two-headed dragon with a giant eye on their chest. And then after that, the ultimate nightmare, where uh, the the two heads on the dragon sprout human faces on their foreheads. A giant mm-hmm. face appears on the chest, and there is another face above that one where a normal head would be, as well as eyes on the kneecaps and shoulders. So Delightful. Let me say what we're all thinking. That's so much head. You begin the sloppiest yeah. oh hobby. Oh my god! That's a, that's so no from many every miles. direction. You have and a angles. New, you have a new I head thought, every fucking night. I thought you were gonna say something crazy, like so you can fuck their knee, or I don't know, like no, that's an Whoa. eye. That's weird, Joe. That's an eye. That's fucking get some yeah. boundaries. Get some fucking okay. Like, figure yourself out. What I'm talking about is fucking that chest mouth. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that does yeah. mean that anything that's not inside of them is a facial. I do love uh, when there's like a mouth in a place that shouldn't be. Why? Yeah, mouth in place it shouldn't be is great. Love that trope. Why though? Why? Why are you touching that trope? Hmm? Let's break it down. Let's have a psychology little session. Because I guess because a face is just too fucking emotionally vulnerable. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> you Bell has one, two, three, four, five. Six faces, but only five of those faces have mouths. Okay, that's fine. 
That's that, again. That's oh, that's that's not a hangup. <laughs> that's not a hangup. I could if I'm feeling in a dragon mood, I can fuck the dragon. If I'm feeling in a, a face mood, I can fuck the chest. If I just want a body, if I want to like grip an eye and just go into it, I can do that. I'm I will not say, seeing, yeah. Yes. No, no. Go for it. Go, go. To potentially move on to possibility, we can still kind of like extrapolate as we go on. But how Yubel seems inaccessible, perhaps. Perhaps, uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps. To, to the to the extent of they are very attached to Judai. However, yes. they have existed for thousands of years. Right. Yeah. At any point, you could have. There's been, no rules. Yeah, you could have been at one point crossing encounters with them. It's like, oh, you're sitting here watching over the 85th reincarnation of that bitch. Don't you just want to get your back blown out? <laughs> Um, I mean, you're right. You could have been anywhere at any point in time and encountered a U-Bell, maybe. Uh, I, mm. And hey, and hey, mm-hmm. the card that got sent to space is the first time it ended up being completely inaccessible to anything but a cosmic horror. Okay, but my, my other thing is that you have to be... The, the reason they have this anger towards, what are they, Jaden or whatever, is because mm-hmm. they're the reincarnation of their old playmate. So... Are we the reincarnation of their old playmate? I don't think so. So I think there wouldn't be even kindness or care there. The possibility of any talk. I think Yubel's going to go. Does Yubel take like worshippers or? Yubel does respect people who go through great suffering and still keep it pushing. (laughs) Right? Yubel is a sadomasochist who respects the grind. That is the thing. That is their that is their key character trait by the time you get to GX is that they are a sadomasochist and they respect the grind. What if you're a masochist? Except with no in the grind? English dub. In the English dub, they'll make fun of you. Um so in English or Japanese, that's so funny. In Japanese, she'll respect you and be like, ah, damn, you're out here fighting me even though you got a heart condition. That's 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 dope. But in the English dub, they're like, ah, you have a heart condition. Watch this Fuck heart attack. You bitch. <laughs> Here's some more potassium, idiot. <laughs> uh, but okay, yeah, they, they they'll respect you, right? If you if you roll up on you, Bell, and be like, "Yo, fight me," and they're like, "You're willing to fight me? You know I'm gonna beat your ass, right?" Oh, you want yeah. me to beat your ass? Okay, I do. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Anyway, <laughs> I am feeling a. Six point five. I, I f- well, no, I'm, I'm going to say a seven proper because I think there is that like through time, it's very possible to come across. Um, there is potential respect there. Not going to immediately like, you know, destroy or raise your town or anything like that. Um, is chilling for the most part, other than uh, picking fights, and I think that's very solid. Yeah. I would give I would give you Bell like a six because there there is only one U Bell at the end yeah. of the day. Hmm. But but that U Bell's old has been traveling, has been looking for souls, has been vibing. I got a soul. Like end you of the day, spoil, you don't got to grind. You know, you don't got the grind. I got the I suffering got the and the grind to keep going. He's <laughs> I'm with him. Yeah, what what is your rating then? I'd I'd give this a uh, I'd give this a seven as well. No, a six. I'll be real. I don't think it's that possible. I think she will be more hateful towards you 
think there's only one of her in existence, but I do think because she interacts regularly with humanity, that it's a higher possibility than most. Okay, okay. A I can vibe with that. She's more likely to fuck you than the blue eyes white dragon is. I'll say that. Yeah, <laughs> that's very true. Blue eyes, uh, not blue eyes white dragon. Attractiveness. <laughs> eight. I'm with an eight. What I think a she's, Freudian I, slip there. You looking to I fuck know. the blue eyes white dragon? I'd suck the dick off the fucking blue eyes white dragon. Off. I'd ride that shit right into the uh-huh. sun. Over here at Monster Fuckers Anonymous, we ride dragon. Dragons. Yeah. We love casting. We love. Um, we love riding dragons. This is a 9.5. It's not a full 10. I don't know why specifically, but I think there is something very uh I I keep making this joke that like uh perfect the like from Castlevania, like the perfect being, the alchemical rebus. And this is literally an alchemical rebus. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's something very like wonderful in concept to that. Like literally, this is just the embodiment of uh what we understand to be like quote unquote, maybe like the perfect form or something. But I mm-hmm. think this the design is like so interesting and complicated and it's great. I don't know. No, I agree. I think for me the reasons in eight is I'm taking I'm factoring in their personality of the the pure sadomasochism, where I'm like, hey, I can handle that to a certain degree. I do need some like I, I do need some sweet with my salt. It, you know what I'm saying? It does Apparently, it does get into it does get into some pretty toxic yaoi levels of <laughs> yeah. like, oh, you're suffering? He must be suffering for me. That's yeah, hot. Apparently that's only a point five problem for me. So <laughs> Hey, hey, hey! You know what? For hey. me, it's a ten. It's a ten. It's a ten. Of course, of um, course, of course. Because like, like, I'm trying to look. I'm trying to look into that third eye, right? <laughs> uh, I'm trying to, and and then if we go further than that, I'm trying to look into all different. Oh, uh, how many eyes would that be? Twelve eyes. I'm trying to see. Oh uh, no, fourteen. Fourteen eyes. I'm trying to look into them. Fourteen eyes. Hmm. All right. Reasonable. Audacity, how audacious it is to fuck them. I think very audacious. That's a one. one, yeah, agreed. Yeah. You gotta you gotta be committed. Like you have to you have to make this a goal. You can't just accidentally your, your way into into U Bell's bed. That's a good two. Given okay. possibility. I think it's a two. Okay. All right. I, I get it. I'm, I'm with Parental you. acceptance, though, is a different story. No. But are we still talking nah. about audacity? No that's a, no that's a zero. Anyone in my life would look at me and go, are you okay? Are you fucking serious? Everything going all right <laughs> in your life? That person, we, we asked, we asked, we asked him how, how she felt about you. And they said, I love how they suffer for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the suffering not, shows their love because otherwise they just choose not to and stop suffering. That's not a good philosophy. And I don't think anyone should get approved <laughs> for that. So my parents would be like, Jesus Christ, get the Bible. This is going to be a two in the sense that they'll probably kill my parents and then they don't need the approval, which again, breaks the scale. Yeah. But two. If Ubel decided that they loved you and your parents said, I don't like I don't like that you love them. Ubel would most likely be like, okay, I'm sending you to the shadow dimension. Sending you to the cum zone. <laughs> you're being sent to you're being sent to the shadow realm, which in the Japanese dub was just hell. Um cum right. zone. Okay. But what is everyone else's I... scores? 
I'm going to go, Olander, you said one. I will also say two. I'll say a 1.5, actually. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I can't like deny. There's no way. Your your parents looking at you walk into the room with the three eyed, three eyed, yeah. winged, six foot two claw. Titty peck. <laughs> I think that's, just like it's not even the third eye or the wings. I get someone's like, "Whoa, pick one, titty or peck." You can't have both. <laughs> they look down. You Bell's thighs also. One thigh is just fucking shredded, but then the other Jacked. thigh is like round, it's like smooth and smooth. Like they're like, "Look, I wanted one. I wanted one side that I that I could like use to use to just have like smooth skin, and another side to crush people's heads with." You get the best yeah. of all the world. Do you like show? strong thigh or do you like soft thigh? They got both. both. We got put, the numbers. Put it all Let's together run and you know you, you know the, the best, best of all math. Jaden, I can't believe that after all this time, you still don't see what I've done for you. And for that, I can't forgive you. You get the limo out from. Oh God, the verse, the verse. I I can't stress how much Hannah Montana is in every single person in our generation's vocabulary. Yeah. Um, all right, Joe, before I start singing the rest of the song, what are the scores? The scores for Yubel, for Cleric, it is a 4.3. For me, it is a square five. For Oleander, a 4.5. So Yubel gets a 4.6, which is the same Damn. score as the Scylla and the Horned Devils. Okay. Same, like, kind of demonic vibes, you know? I'm, I'm sure. with her. I think that's a fair spot for her. So... I'm wrapping up this episode, and like Joe, like we said at the beginning of the episode, Joe stole my pick, stole the elements of heroes that I wanted to talk about, but I was looking into Yu-Gi-Oh! lore, and I found one that I thought was interesting enough to at least give us some time to ponder, some time to discuss, some time to think. And the one I decided to go with uh, is Eldritch the Golden Lord. Mm. This is actually one that I don't know a lot about. In times past, sages and sorcerers discovered a magic stone of immense dormant power. They called the stone Eldelixir and began to devise a way to harness its untapped potential. Blinded by their greed and hubris, they sacrificed thousands of souls to the stone, eventually becoming prey to it as well. Countless hands have touched the stone and been corrupted by it, until it came into the hands of a prince, a prince whose will and unshakable greed outmatched the Elder Elixir so much it had no choice but to bow, bow to the avarice of Eldelich, the Golden Lord. There it is. Damn. Right. Yeah, I'm gonna send a bunch of pictures in the chat now. Not him being blonde. This this is a Gilgamesh ass motherfucker. Uh, uh, they're kind of they're kind of cunty. Snatched? Look at that pose in that look at that pose in that last picture. I I like them prideful. I like them hubrisy. I like that's kind of my vibe. You like so them like with them. a tiny waist and a huge ass and yeah, thick I'm hips. This Hourglass right figure. Now. You know what I'm saying? He's kind of cunty. He's, his battle armor's got high heels. What is his waist so small for? To be a whore? Yeah, he is a whore. He's going if he's he's greedy and he's a little whore. He's, he's my little whore. This is a power bottom. Well, 
Okay, so let's get into it. So the well, Elder Lich, well, <laughs> the Elder Lich is someone who had in in a kingdom. He was a prince of a kingdom. He, before all of this other shit, he was known as a benevolent king. But in his in this kingdom in this realm, gold was like water. Like it was such a common element that no one fucking thought about it, how precious gold was. So they were like gold. Like that's why this he, the city that he used to rule was the Golden City. Just completely everything. So then he met these other these other people from another realm. Were like, hey, we're gonna bring you technology like bridges, weapons, things of that. And he's like, whoa, that's so cool. They eventually brought him the stone. Now the stone was like I said, dormant power, thousands of things. The sages of the stone originally, the Elder Lich, like were all corrupted by it. It corrupted them all. They sacrificed thousands, and eventually it also turned them all into undead zombies, basically feeding on their souls. The stone eventually also corrupted Eldelich, and he became like also kind of corrupted zombie-like. But the thing is, the stone, he had such immense greed and such immense willpower that he can bend the stone to his whim, and he attached the stone to his armor that he's currently wearing, which is the big red thing on the in his chest. His greed then became, began to note all bounds, and the people of his kingdom eventually all became undead and half, like half undead, half golden, and became corrupting people. It became corrupting the people, the, like the infrastructure, and it also became it corrupted animals and the natural prey, all of which joined his golden army. And so he ruled in the golden, uh, the golden realm, constantly just wanting more and more. Damn, that sure is a greedy mm. bottom. Yeah, you know what? He just wants all your cum. He just wants all of your cum yeah. over and over again. He's a cum hungry. He's a cum. He's a cum guzzling little cum gourd. I I oh. do enjoy. I do enjoy. Seeing, I do enjoy a little cum guzzling. I do enjoy. <laughs> I enjoy my little cum I do enjoy uh, the the eldritch horror of coming across an incomprehensibly powerful yes. stone and then conquering it because your your greed is more incomprehensible than it. Like it looked at you and was like, damn, bitch, you live like this? Okay. He said, yeah, now you live like this too. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Hell yeah. So Can we have a cunty little outfit? And he was like, ha <laughs> Already done. You're in the armor. The thing is, his greed knows no bounds. So eventually, in the in the main story... His greed finally goes beyond the golden city that he rules. He wants more. And so he and the stone, he ends up, instead of wearing the stone, he ends up eating and fusing with the stone. And so he becomes, I'm going to send both of these, he becomes Eldrix the Mad Golden Lord and begins corrupting universes and turning them golden for his own benefit. Damn. Hmm. So he becomes from, for those of you who don't know, pulling it up, uh, he goes from this like golden armored, white gloved, like adorned by jewels, like uh, his armor, which I'm a big, I like armor a lot. Armor's super hot, like so four eyed, tusked, uh, kind of knightish figure. To and look how thick his thighs are. Yeah, to a basically high heels. He becomes an eldritch god, thick horns become even larger. He's like a half dragon, half being, half beast, and he's mad with power and he's going to eat the universe and he would probably eat ass like crazy <laughs> he's the type like i would put this on a succubus level he becomes a top yeah that's when he's like sucking the nut out of you and then doesn't stop yeah you are like tapping you're like i'm all tapped out he's like oh no no i want you're not all. done until i'm done and then just like completely devours your penis and then it, the other way is like i want to i want to all your squirt and then just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. So 
that's who this is somebody who's gonna fuck you into oblivion a greedy little power hungry little um well greedy or little uh well no not little but greedy a greedy selfish top who just wants to either get all your nut or get uh all the pleasure in the world and i think that's hot Mm. (sighs) i know uh i talk up greed fma every other day but there, I think there's something about like a monster or like just like anyone that is so solely dedicated to one thing that mm-hmm. it can get a little boring. That is true. I do like when you only embody one aspect, when every aspect of it is very simple, there's not much to you. If someone is like, someone is inherently only slothful, then that's really only that. But I also think because he's that also that simplicity is attractive. Sometimes you just need to sometimes you just need to fuck somebody who sucks. With one personality, a one-sided personality. I'm not no depth, hey. no dimension. We whoa, okay. Whoa, whoa, I wanna I wanna say this right now. He might real quick. he might be greedy. <laughs> but he does have a second trait and that is serving cunt. <laughs> okay. Exactly. Yeah. You cannot forget that. <laughs> greedy, desire, wants more, wants to corrupt the world, ambitious. Those are all the things. And to another point. There have been other monsters on the show that have less than a one new personality that have ranked high. So I don't want to hear any I of know. this. I know. For, uh, <laughs> I, know. I don't want to hear that as a detriment I at completely all. understand. I completely understand. I will also say there are other forms of Eldrick. It's not just uh, the Mad Lord and his base. And his, there is another form of where he's conquered the madness, where he's conquered the greed of not only himself, but the stone. And he becomes Eldrick, the wise golden lord. He's got like a flowing cape. He's got a different helmet and everything. He's like a light. He goes around trying to do his best. Damn, do he got best. a redemption arc. He gets a redemption arc and he gets cunty little boots. Look at his boots. Yeah, these ones are thigh highs. Mm-hmm. All he wants to do is give you a little suck off. And that's where I think he'd be like, hey, I know he I've been a He put on a little healthy weight. Yeah, he's like, hey, listen, I know I've been selfish and bad and I've been selfish recently. Let me give. Give Service you my nut. Time. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, this will probably be to my later detriment. There is another form of him in another universe, not the one that we're talking about. Okay. okay. There is another form okay. of him. Okay. 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 He's known as Eldrick okay. the Golden Landlord. Mm. There's no way this is real. Why is this the cuntiest? <laughs> this is I and this what do you is mean the Golden Landlord. <laughs> he's 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 got rainbows and a, and a cape. He's got two bejeweled staffs. He's got like his waist I, is smaller. Yeah. Oh, it so, is real. Yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh, Zexel, what is we doing? I don't know. I found this online while I was talking, doing research. And I was like, I had to pull him up. But yeah, Eldrick the Golden Landlord. I don't know if that has lore to, to it, but that is another form of him. But it's more, this even more ridiculous. bejeweled. His shoulder pauldrons are, are bigger than his tiny, tiny waist. Snatched. Monarchs are never good but they do look good. Yeah, I'm a big, for. I've talked about this before on the show. How are his thighs? I'm a big his, monarchist, cleric 34 over here. <laughs> his thighs are thicker than his waist. I support this the monarchy and any monarchy that I rule in. So if I'm a monarch, I'm the best. Mm-hmm. It's just very much that. Mm-hmm. I'm the king, I, see, I am I in see, control, I, I am the best. I see. Uh, the thing is, is this, your, him, is this your Yu-Gi-Oh! We gotta cut the show. We gotta cut the show. We gotta, uh, we gotta cut the show. What was that earlier? Are, is this your Yu-Gi-Oh Sona? Are you just hoping to to be a a cunty king? Maybe. Anyways, I think this is a cool character concept overall. 
of like a greedy king. I love armor. I think armor is just hot in general. And so a person that's full armor that you could still have sex with, I think is hot. I am somebody who will, in options, if given, if given options of customization in a game, I don't care about making my character's face. I care about putting cool armor on top of it. So I will, I don't care. I will seal that armor up or seal the face up in armor because the armor is cool. So I think this is hot. And I think he's like a greedy, he's, gr- he's greedy, he's selfish, service top, bot, power bottom, wants all your cum. He just wants everything in the But he wants you to give it all. How accessible is Eldlich, the golden mad lord, landlord, monarch? He is the he king eventually- of the golden city. This is correct. He does corrupt those who exist in the Golden Kingdom, but that's only there I think was about to bring up. He does go all over the world and tries to conquer everything when he becomes a mad god. Yeah, and he eventually gets to a full universe. Yeah, so I so think I think that's pretty accessible. I say that's pretty accessible. Has he ever failed? We don't know. I haven't gotten a confirmation if he has or hasn't failed. To our knowledge, no. There are cards that are that have lore that cross over with other cards' lore, so there might be something yeah. for this Golden Army. I just haven't seen it yet. Same. So if you play Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel, though, they have structured deck duels where they go over the lore of all the decks and what other decks they're feuding with. So if you're into that, just don't play the online mode and you'll be fine. The online (laughs) mode will make you want to rip your hair out. So for us, in our obsession right now, no, he hasn't lost, which means he's a forever winner. Let's go, baby. Yeah. No losses. It's not interesting. That's a breadwinner for you, right? Don't you want to just like have a cunty king that that can give you anything you want because they have everything? And just wants all your cum? I don't have that much cum to begin with. I'm sorry that everyone who who listens to this podcast out loud. They come back from a long day of conquering and they peel off their sweaty, cunty little (laughs) armor for you. Why are they cum hungry? (laughs) (laughs) They open. They have a little wine glass. It's filled with cum. Come now, <laughs> drink it up, guzzle it down. This I. He's I don't, gay. Yeah, and so am I. I'm not seeing the fucking issue here. <laughs> this guy fucking drains, like, gets an enema every day. Is a vegetarian. Like, he's a toxic gay guy and a king. I'm not seeing any downsides. This guy has a bad relationship with food. So do I. He did eat a rock. So do I. <laughs> okay, please. Possibility. I need some guidance. I think because he becomes a mad god, it's a higher one. But I am a stickler for the rules. So he is in the Golden Kingdom and he has a king. That does make him a little bit less accessible. But he does eventually decide to consume universes. And then he's a wise lord. And, you know, who doesn't want to fuck their toxic gay landlord? Which is a conundrum. I do. I know. I that is so unappealing to me. That is so utterly unappealing. No, that's that's bad. I'll be real. Me even saying that, I was like, this is gross. <laughs> I'll give this a. I think for possibility, this is a six. I think for possibility, um, I think I'd give it a seven because from the art of the card, it implies that even when they're out doing the conquering, he's out there, right? Which means that he's even. Like, if you're just, like, a member of his army or you're one of the people who see the army coming, you see him coming. And then you can see him coming. Coming. <laughs> it's not going to be gonna... It's not gonna be ethical. <laughs> <laughs> it's not going to be an ethical coming. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to... Power dynamic is awful, but... Yeah, that's true. I'm going to go six for the power dynamic. 
but also just the everything. Yeah, attractiveness I think that's fair. though. I think this thing is so attractive. I think Elvix is hot. All his forms, everything I've seen, I think is I think he's hot. I'm gonna give this another ten. I'll be real. I'll give. I'll give Eldlich. I'll give them a seven because oh, I look. They're cunty. They're cunty. <laughs> sure, this is true. This is true. But there's only so much cunt you can serve. Yeah, and be a landlord with the helmet still on. Before I'm like, that's your opinion. Hey, you gotta serve face too, okay? No, I, helmet I, is I, okay. I gotta, I gotta, I wanna know if the face card declines or not. I don't need the face card. I'm gonna, I have an armor fetish. I don't have to do the face card. <laughs> we don't have to ever look at each other in the eyes ever. I wanna look for someone in the eyes. That's why I like you, <laughs> Bell. They had too many of them. They had too many. <laughs> I'm autistic. I can't make eye contact. That's why um, I like it. I like feeling um, uncomfortable sometimes. Oh my god! Give a number. Go, give a number. I'm going. I'm going eight. Oleander said seven already. Okay. Audacity. How audacious it is to fuck Eldritch. This I will admit. That's got to be a one. audacious. Not a That's, one. I don't think it's a one. Really? What's it, what is it for you then? Three. That's crazy. No, it's not. Explain why it's crazy. Hmm? You explain to me why it's not crazy. Uh, no, 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 no. The tables have turned here a little bit, Joe. Usually, you're the one who gives off this wild score, and I'm like, well, you should explain that. And you just say, no. And then I have to just deal with it and try to explain it away. I've given you a crazy score. What do you think? You, why? Hmm? Why shouldn't I give it a three? Hang on. I got an answer. If you open Cookie Run, I'm ending the podcast. No, no, no. It's not, it's not Cookie Run. Hang on. Just give me like one more minute. Okay, well, we can vamp, I guess. I don't know what they're doing for... For this, I thought a three was a very reasonable score. You know, it's not like you're giving you a fucking nine. I'm going with a one simply because in my in my head, to, mm-hmm. to, to me, I'm just like, look, if I'm in a situation where my ass is getting beat on the battlefield, <laughs> and then I see a cunty little king come up, and I'm just like, shit. I'm switching sides. Yeah. Right? Like that's gotta be like, that's gotta be crazy. Not crazy. People do it all the time. I don't think it's that. Yeah, right. but like switching sides and being like, hey, yo, not only am I going to switch sides, but I'm I'm going to bust it open. <laughs> like that's, that's a, that's I think a that's big fair. one. Okay, you ready? Okay, yeah, Joe. What, ready? Yeah. yeah. Is that Cookie Run? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's going to be, that's going to be a one. Brenda looks up to the the silence in the studio is really loud right now. <laughs> Parental acceptance, I think. This is probably pretty high. Yeah, I think it'll work. Yeah. It's a king. He's charismatic. While he's greedy, I think he knows how to work it. And he's cunty, so I think it also works out. Um, I'm gonna give this a five. I'm gonna I think, give I think it, it go either way. I'm gonna give it an. I'm gonna give an eight. Right. Hmm. Reason why is I think my parents would be like. You're gay? <laughs> and then they'd be like, and then I'd be like, he's rich. And they'd be like, mm, valid. Valid. I'd be gay too. For uh, they'd, they'd be like, <laughs> oh, they, you're gay? And then they roll up in a solid gold bends and then step out with a solid gold suit. And they're just like, damn, he got that shit on though. <laughs> he's kind of doing it. He's kind of doing it all. You might be doing it to him. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say six. It's pretty good. If they're rich, whatever. Anything flies. Okay. Fine. Reasonable. 
I think uh, we got the numbers. We got the numbers. Let's get a little bit greedy with it and see what we can scrounge up. Joe, pause it. Pause it, Joe. Pause it. Joe, pause it. Pause it. Joe, Joe, we're heading to we're heading to a tree. Pause it. Pause it. Pause it. Pause. <laughs> And that was bubble man language for... What's the scores? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So for Cleric, for Eldlich, the golden mad landlord, uh, that's going to be a six. For mm-hmm. me, that's going to be a 5.3. And for Oleander, that is a 5.8, which gives Eldlich a 5.7 throughout the overall episode. I think that's fair. I like that. I think, you know, I will, I will take that win. I'll take that, not win, but I'll take that score. I will say, would we like to start with the loser... Or would we like to start with the winner today? Oh, I, think, mm. I think we did loser last time. So let's start with winner this time. The loser doesn't make any sense. But the winner for this episode is Burstinatrix with a 6.6. That makes Women's, sense. Women. Women. With women no win. hangups, really, is someone that, this is maybe the first woman I've ever brought that actually had like, a moral compass, moral yeah. code. <laughs> She's the most average person you've brought. Dimensional personality. Just average all around. And somehow that ranks high in our book, which is fucking wild. <laughs> Just a reasonable woman. Mm. Just a reasonable person. <laughs> yeah. Who's number two? Our mid for this episode is a 5.7 Eldlich. I think that's fair. Damn. He is a bit like, I, I wish I. It's I'd, not fair. It's definitely fair. Compared to others that have been on this list, I think it's fair. He's he may be cunty in my book, but he is greedy and he is a C three PO got higher than this than Eldledge. It's not fair anymore. Why was C three PO on this list? It's not fair anymore. I've changed my mind <laughs> instantaneously. <laughs> Why the fuck is three PO rank higher than a king of a kingdom? Move on. What's the loser? Who's the loser? The loser is unfortunately you bell with a four point six today. It's a guest lose, but also it's a show lose because our scale sucks. And we're sorry, Oleander. Boo. Boo. You don't deserve better. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't trying to y'all ain't trying to to get into all six of those faces. I mean, six face fucks. We are pretty solid, but we I are. just don't think it, when you she can make a party out of it. When when you're dealing <laughs> with a sadomasochist who ha, you can't derive any joy from, I think is where you get a little bit of inherent negative. That's there. your opinion. My opinion, but it's true. But even though you're I'll a loser, Oleander, you, thank you for joining us today. Before we seal you back in on this puzzle, tell the people, do you want to tell the people who you are? Say some links, some last words. Hello, everyone. I am Oleander, the, the terror incarnate, the ultimate nightmare. I am eternal. And I'm going back into the puzzle now. You can find me in spirit Twitter at, uh, at uh, Stray Nerd Boy. Uh, and you can find me pretty much on uh, Spirit TikTok and Spirit Tumblr <laughs> in the same places. All right, and I'm okay, and I'm immediately taking all the pieces of the puzzle away, so it's no longer formed. And they're gone. All right. Well, thank you to Oleander for coming to our episode. We're gonna seal you away in a little binder here. But with that, we should be good. Joe, any last words? Uh, mozzarella cookie is a new magic cookie that's out. Uh, I have not quite gotten them, but uh... Joe. And then uh, olive cookie is Joe. 
Uh, an archit... What? Look, it, it, it's a letter. A golden letter. It's just yellow. No, it's golden. And you know where that comes from. Nah. Joe. Joe, they shouldn't know that we're down here. If they find out that we're down here, we're going to get in so much trouble, Joe. We've been doing this for the past, like, 44 episodes at this point. Like, how? What do you mean? Should we open it? No. We'll get mad if we don't open it, Joe. They'll know that we don't open it. Who? I, I mean, not who necessarily, but if we just don't acknowledge it and continue to not acknowledge it, I, I'll just, here, I have a letter. I'm just going to burn this. I, I don't think that'll be a good idea, but you can give it a try. Either you're going to stop, try to stop me right now, or I'm just going to burn it. Well, let's just put it in like a box and just forget about it. And hopefully we just say, if they ever ask us, we just didn't get it. Yeah, that sounds fine. Okay. And into the box it goes. Uh, All right. Well, thanks for joining us for another episode. We have to um hide some things, I think. So we'll talk to you next time. I don't have anything to hide. We have a lot to hide, Joe. Especially from them. Bye! Your hilarious hosts have been Cleric and Josephine, who you can find online under the names at Cleric underscore 34 and at Scary Dog Friend. Today's editor has been me, Kez, and character designs are by Ribby, who goes by Art by Ribby. Thank you to Gwendolyn Kelly for our marketing strategy. You can find her under the name Glitchy underscore Pixie. Finally, thank you to Soren for the use of the song Fiction Slash Reality by Hypno Sister as our intro and outro song. You can find him under the name Bun Hun VT. Find us everywhere under the name Monster Lover Pod. And until next time, monster fuckers. Wonderful. Killed one it. One take, one take, one take. One take, take Joe.